Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. Today, something is alive for Cindy, so she will be talking about that. Yes. Yesterday, I hung out with a friend who I really like very much, and I haven't been with this person in a long time, and I noticed that there were at least probably four times throughout the day when this person said things about other people that I know that I didn't enjoy hearing. And this morning I was thinking about how much I just really don't like when people say, quote, judgmental things about other people, especially having no awareness of it. And then I was thinking, When I have those thoughts, when I don't like people that use judgmental language, then I'm being judgmental too. So it's layered. Yeah, it was layered. And I was like, oh man, am I being judgmental or am I just saying judgmental because it's quicker to say judgmental? Like when people say judgmental, you know, as opposed to when people say things that you don't enjoy and don't meet needs around kindness and emotional safety. Yeah. And then what do you do? in a moment like that. Have you ever been in those kinds of circumstances? Yeah, just feeling uncomfortable with what's being said. Mm -hmm. Just mourning emotional safety for other people. And for yourself, because it's like, oh, they could easily talk this way about me. Right. When you're with somebody that does that, it brings up, I think that there is a sense of fear there, actually. There's fear and like wanting integrity, I think. Yeah, wanting integrity... And also, I think the part that you just said of, you know, if this person can talk about other people, then what's to keep them from saying things when I'm not in the room, right? So that's super hard. And yet it's awkward because I would love to be able to bring this to this person's attention. And I don't think even if I pulled out all my NBC skills and I was in empathy around why this person has thoughts about those other people, what the needs are there. You know, maybe I could get to a point of saying, hey, are you open to hearing how it was for me? Maybe I could, but it'd just be a lot to do in a moment like that. It would be, for me, like a Herculean effort in the moment. Yeah, so I just left feeling kind of sad and awkward because I didn't fully enjoy the conversation. I also noticed or had some thoughts that I've set up my life pretty well where I mostly hang with people, and I think you're probably similar, Most of the people I hang with don't do that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's startling when you see it. Yes. Because I actually believe, you know, this might be extreme to some people, but I really believe it's that sort of thing right there. That as seemingly like benign or just a low level irritant, I don't know what you would call it. Like it's just a comment or something that somebody says. Seemingly innocuous, but there's judgment behind it. Yeah. Well, what do you mean innocuous? Like it just seems like, oh, nothing. Just offhanded comment. Well, yes. What I'm meaning is that that's the kind of thing right there that I believe starts all kinds of Well, yeah, it starts innocently enough. It starts innocently enough, but it's that. It's that thing of people saying things about other people. And it probably comes from their own fight, flight, freeze, a need that has arisen that they are not identifying. And so they're othering another person, blaming another person. Yeah, and 
I just want there to be so much more awareness about that because I think if we could get a handle on that and people just not doing that anymore, everywhere, like we do not do that anymore, anywhere, that our world would be so much better if we just stopped that. I'm wondering if you can reflect what I'm just saying there. If we could be aware of our judgments, even if we aren't ranting or venting about something, just even the kind of asides, the seemingly small comments, then things wouldn't get so out of control, probably. Yeah, I imagine if we never did that again, it was never modeled to children. All this stuff on social media where people are all worried about the kids and how they're interacting on social media. I mean, I think we're modeling that kind of behavior, many adults without even having an awareness that we're feeding that. Because again, you say something offhandedly like, well, they do this or they're like this. We all know that. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. But that's a judgment. Yeah, well, and even those kinds of offhanded comments. But then there are also like the comments that happened yesterday with this friend. They were, yeah, they were pretty much like, yeah, well, she's the devil. Comments like that. So-and-so, you know, I wouldn't trust her in a million years. Those kinds of comments. That Um, comment is making me not trust you, so. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's just everywhere. And I just think it's such an easy fix. If we could just fix that one thing, life would be so much better. I really think it would keep us from having wars, ultimately. That might be extreme, but I really do believe. I mean, we end up having these huge enemy images of folks. Start small, usually. Mm -hmm. But I think just people having more awareness of what they're saying and where it falls. Because, I mean, again, there's a place for venting and ranting called jackling on the NBC dance floor, but not doing it towards the person. And you're taking more responsibility in those moments. That there's something going on for you. There's something about this that's hard for you. You end up doing some deep work to find out what's at the root of this thing. Why is this so hard for me with this person, right? So it's not ultimately blaming the other person. So you're keeping the other person ultimately safe, even if you are jackaling, right? There's a little twist there that happens. It seems like also when people start gossiping or or saying judgmental things, they seem to like the drama of it. And so I wonder what it is there. Is it like some sort of release? Is it exciting that maybe you might have some sort of shared reality with someone else? Like you can band together and gang up on this other person? Is it some sort of power? It's hard to say. I mean, every situation is maybe a little different. I mean, there would be needs under there. We're going by the philosophy here. There are needs. I mean, I think in some ways that's connecting for people, that it meets their needs for connection. Maybe it goes back to like, you know, middle school or something. Protection from harm. Yeah. I have a friend who she has big reactions initially, and then later she'll be like, I just love the drama of it. Like she'll come down from it and be very empathetic. But there will be that initial two minute reaction where she's like, fuck this, fuck that person. She says, I just, I think I like the drama. Maybe there's something about a need for like liveliness, like life, you know, energy, Mm -hmm. something like that. I don't know. Good point. I think the other thing that I just want to say before we end is I just wish that I had a better way in those exact moments when I'm seeing that to support the person to have awareness and to do it in a way that's kind, you know. Wouldn't that be giving them empathy? 
Well, no. I mean, partly empathy, but then there's got to be the part where you express about, you know, how it was for me to hear that and just bring some awareness to it. And I mean, I think I could do that. I really do think I could do that. Like if I spent more time with this person, I think I maybe could get there, but I don't. So in the moment yesterday, it was, it would have been hard to do that in the moment. So I was just left mourning awareness and kindness and emotional safety and not just in that circumstance but for the world in general I guess because you were just looking at how it starts yeah and also seeing really how much hurt this person seemed to be holding around so many of those circumstances as well and not wanting that for her either so lots to it but you know while it was alive and fresh on my mind I just wanted to make some comments or talk about it with you for do whatever you, it's worth. Do you need empathy around it? No, I don't think so. I'm really okay. I did journal some this morning around some of that. And part of my thing was, I don't like to be judgmental of people that are judgmental, right? Then it's like, ah, oh. but I think I did enough soul searching this morning and thinking it through that. I don't believe that I am judgmental or having judgmental thoughts. I think it really comes down to just mourning a lot of needs in those circumstances And then just saying off the cuff that, you know, I don't like it when people are judgmental, knowing that even saying that is a judgment in and of itself. That was refreshing for me to see that, like with my friend, I still love her a lot and I don't really have judgment. It's more just sadness. And then there are some needs associated with it. So to get real clear on that was helpful. All right. Is there anything else? No, I think that's good for now. And if you would like to call our Empathy Warm Line number, it's 850-706-0488. And thanks for listening. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.nbc.com. TheBigBeeMethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.